you are listening to a new episode of Empathy Always Wins. My name is Ali Salam and it is a pleasure to onboard, is onboard even a word? To have you here listening to yet a new episode on another week of this show that aims to raise awareness for mental health in the workplace and in leadership. Because I truly believe that if you have great mental health, that will sustain you as a great leader, leading a team, leading yourself, leading a family, in life and in business across all different domains. So, I mean, I'm super excited because as we've been releasing episodes every week, I just want to say thank you because we've hit an all-time high this week and we have 500 downloads in the past week, which is mind-boggling. I used to, I mean, I, I, I used to remember starting the podcast and having 10 listens a week and now it's, uh, it's crazy. So thank you so much. Today we have a new, um, a new face at Empower and we have a, we have a person that I would love to, you know, hear more on and about. Today we have Dr. Rob Kelly. Dr. Rob Kelly is a renowned addiction consultant who believes in treating the problem of addiction and not the symptoms. He has worked for many years helping addicts and alcoholics to recover their lives from the dis-ease of addiction. Based on his own experiences working with addicts and alcoholics over the last 20 years, a PhD in psychology from Oxford University, and as a recovered alcoholic himself, he is a triple threat against the disease of addiction. Dr. Rob Kelly was the CEO of a thriving telecommunications company when the walls came crashing down on him due to alcoholism. He ended up homeless and broken on the streets of Manchester, England until he found the courage to save himself. He has lectured on the subject of addiction as many high-profile universities, national conferences, public schools, churches, business organizations, and hospitals, and he's recognized as a leading authority on addiction recovery methods that are changing lives around the world. I'd love to welcome Dr. Rob Kelly today talking about the importance of actually the... Today, I would love to welcome Dr. Rob Kelly speaking about empathy, speaking about alcoholism, speaking about the importance of actually tackling the root cause of anything that is that we fall short into. So without further ado, this is Dr. Rob Kelly exclusively on the world's number one leadership and mental health show. Are you guys ready? This is Empathy Always Wins. Let's go. Dr. Rob, thank you so much for coming on Empathy Always Wins. Uh, this is the world's exclusive leadership and mental health show. And in this sort of podcast, what we do is, you know, I was just briefing you in before we sort of started. A lot of our listeners are are, are, are young and, and they don't really have that much exposure to, um, you know, the crises that we're going through as, as, a, as an entire sort of community as a whole when it comes to mental health. But before we dive deep into that and, 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 and get to know uh, sort of that, spe that specialty of yours, can, can you just talk to us a little bit more, get us familiar with who is Dr. Rob Kelly and, uh, and a little bit about your background and your incredible work? Excellent. Yeah, good to be here, by the way. Uh, of course, yeah, well, you know, I'm an alcoholic, not so much an addict, but I'm an alcoholic, uh, born an alcoholic, <clears throat> and most of us are. 
and uh, started drinking at the age of nine. <clears throat> of course, in the end, it all went wrong because I'm an alcoholic. But al alcohol was my uh, was my solution for many years. I did some great stuff with alcohol, but slowly but surely, uh, it turned on me. And when it did, it was absolutely devastating what happened to me and the stuff I went through and the losses of children and wives and cars and houses and businesses and end up homeless at, at the end of the day is horrific. So you can't mention alcoholism or addiction without men mentioning, we call it mental injury, not mental illness, because we believe you can get over this. Absolutely. So a lot of people think, hey, you can just stop drinking. What we have is, is a deformed brain. Uh, well, starts off, it's the addicted alcoholic brain, which is different from the normal brain. So we have a self-sabotaging brain is what I have. So given any reason, wherever possible, to self-sabotage, I'm going to do it before I get well. So it's a disease of the mind, just like depression, just like fear, just like food, sex, whatever it may be that we're suffering from, uh, it all starts in the head it yeah. never starts with the symptom like because you've lost your job you get depressed that's not the reason it goes back to the prefrontal cortex and the brain itself what it's telling you on a daily basis so we have to really you know look at this as a medical fraternity and population and go what's really going on here you know let's stop giving it labels like alcoholism or addiction or depression yeah. let's look at what's really going on because there's a common factor there you know, there really is a common factor. Yeah. No, I, I really liked how you touched on this. And I think that one one thing I struggle with, uh, and, and I know a lot of our listeners do, and I get this a lot in my uh, DMs, the direct message on Instagram. I do have a following there. Um, is, well, how can you help someone? Like, like, like I know my friend is struggling. I know that they are self-sabotaging. What can we as like youth leaders or leaders in, in the workplace or peers at high school, what can we, what's, what's a good first step from a professional like yourself uh, that we can take to empower or enable this person or, or do we have some sort of power or? Of course we do. Yeah. And the power <clears throat> is our, our voice. It's the most powerful tool we can ever have is uh, the human voice. And so what the first step we do is if you find somebody struggling, if you find someone isolating, if you find someone just not taking part, is dialogue. Start dialogue with them and, and be that person that listens to them. You know, I often hear sometimes, you know, oh, little Johnny at the back, oh, he's just depressed, you know, just leave him on his own. No, 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 no. Let's stop that. Mm -hmm. This is why the same guy will go back into that school four months down the line and kill everybody. You know, everybody needs human contact and we need to realize this. Whose responsibility? It's your responsibility. It's my responsibility. It's everyone's as a community. Yeah. And this isolation with COVID that's going on at the moment, you know, we're all, we're not having that human contact. It's very important that we get knowledge. We, we arm ourselves with the knowledge and the facts about all the things that can happen to human beings, the, the big ones, the addiction, the depression, the bipolar, all that stuff. And we look at it as a community again, pulled together. Yeah. But dialogue is the most important. I can change the way you are right now with what I say. I can burst into a load of, you know, curse words and scream at you and point at you and your mood will change. You're, you start maybe sweating, your fear will come in, you're nervous, the central nervous system is all spiked up, ready to go. That's just with my words. Next yeah. thing I could smile at you and go, oh, I'm really sorry about that. Then everything starts to calm down again. So if we can do that to attract someone's attention, what can we do lovingly to help somebody? It's very powerful. Mm. 
what would you tell um, men out there that were that are um, not not so used to being emotionally vocal? And I know that you and I are men, and we stand up, you know, very very firm with with our message <clears throat> and with our cause. But you know, many 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 even women listening to us right now don't really kind of know how to navigate this. I don't know even how to put it into words. Something like the 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 hard shell of masculinity that seems to mm. burden all the emotions that are like weigh men down. And I and I say men or and anyone who identifies as a man just because you know statistics and I'm sure we both know that you know men men are more likely to actually go through the act of suicide and 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 actually commit it versus women who think more about it. But how can how can we how can we sort of cut that sort of habit or thought pattern and and try to create more safer spaces for men as men or as women listening to us right now? So you really have to ask yourself, first of all, are you a leader or a follower? Most men are leaders when given the opportunity. <clears throat> this is the time to step up. You really need to talk to somebody and get down to the causes and conditions of why you are. Let's not talk about the machizo, the macho man. I never cry in front of anybody. That's outdated, guys. It's no longer anymore. All you're going to do is commit suicide or, or ruin somebody's life or drink yourself to death. It's about time you got in touch with emotions. There's nothing wrong with that today. And I will guarantee you, if you do that and sit down with a counselor that you trust and get down to the bottom of what's going on, causes and conditions, and you have that emotional expression, then you become a leader. Then you can step out to other guys and go, hey, you know something? I've been through all this. Let me tell you how. And you can explain to them. Men need to cry. Men need to be given yeah. out of boys. Men need to be believed in. No matter how far down the scale you have gone, me homeless, absolutely homeless on the streets for 14 months, no respect for me, no confidence, nothing. Children taken off me, wife take, had gone, houses, cars, medical practice, all finished with, and I'm on the streets. How do you come back from that? Yeah. Well, listen, you surround yourself with people that believe you. I have a saying here, it's called never share your dreams with people who never share your dreams. Surround yourself with good people. If you're on $100,000 a year, but you want to earn $200,000 a year, start hanging around the guys that earn $200,000 a year because there's a mirrored part in the brain. They did a sales technique on it many years ago. And if you ever notice when you start hanging around with a couple of guys or women, one of them has a famous saying like, shut up or something like that. Within a week or two, you start saying that that yeah. same you know phrase and this is very important exactly yeah so it's very important that you gain the trust of somebody else but you can't work with anybody if you've not already gone through it Absolutely. so it takes a brave man not a you know oh look at him he's just going to account it takes a brave man to stand forward yeah. like we have and go hey there's a problem here and if nobody addresses it then we're going to be in big trouble so i'm going to be the one that stands up yeah Dr. Rob, I know you've uh, you've continued your practice um, all through COVID. Um, is are there any patterns that you're finding that are that that need to that need to be pointed out that perhaps in the, in our communities we need to kind of step up and and, and take responsibility for? And uh, would you like to? Uh, of course, we don't have to go into stories that are confidential. But are there things that you would like to sort of uh, uh, 
point out here on the podcast with regards to people, uh, because I do know the biggest issue around mental health or leadership and, and leadership within the intersectionality of mental health is data. And I think the doctors, when they see many patients or clients, if I could say, um, they consume a wide variety of quantitative and qualitative data that maybe nobody else can sort of deduce. And my question here is, can we make sense of any pa- of the patterns that you've been seeing over the over the course of the last, past 12 months? Well, first of all, we have to look at alcohol cons- consumption up by 51%. Then we look at the drug addiction as a whole. That's probably up about 61%. We look at prescription drugs. They're up 92% from what they used to be. Crazy figures. So automatically, we've got something from the outside that shouldn't be taken and we're abusing because we're lonely, we're stuck at home, we're not working, we've lost our job. You know, it's great, guys, to have 5,000 friends on Facebook. It's great. But at the end of the day, you're plugged into the wall. That's all you are. Human contact with human contact. It's very important that you have dialogue with somebody on a daily basis, either six feet apart, even on the phone, FaceTime, whatever it is. But if you can get face-to-face with somebody at least three, four times a week, you will save your sanity. We only have to look back at uh, a study done on death row. And most people, before they was actually executed, was absolutely insane because of the isolation yeah. and no contact with other people. So we have to bear in that mind. We're going through different times right now, but we can pull together. You know, if 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 you remember that little Johnny that you used to go to uh, work with, but now you're all working from home, call him up. You know, yeah. call your aunt up that you're not spoke to. Call your mom up. Call your wife. Whatever it may be, we need to start. And, and listen, guys, I know for those guys that are listening, I'm talking to you. We need to start this as a community of making sure we've got each other's back and we'll get through this. But there are trends, there are traits we need to look down, but it all comes down, isolation, loneliness, inner anger equals depression, equals uh, alcohol or drug abuse, equals suicide. Yeah, you're, you're, you're really tapping into this. Uh, so my friend started the world's first online peer-to-peer support community connecting like men for open and honest conversations about life. It's called Tether. And basically, it's so interesting that you say that because isolation, I'm, I'm like, they are my very close friends and we're in this mental health community. It's been from the New York Times and, you know, Healthline and it's trusted. And one thing that really comes up and up and up again is isolation. And to the point where I'm like thinking to myself, solitary confinement is probably the worst sin or crime anyone can do to a normal human being because you go sane. And I think that that truly, 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 like it, it defeats the, it defeats our tribal sort of need to wire and connect. And I think uh, neurons are people that high performers that wire together, you know, fire together. And that, that sort of can take its all uh, metaphor, but um, uh, one thing that I also wanted to touch base uh, with you is w- w- I, I know you, you belong sort of to this age demographic that is a little bit sort of not the Gen Z or Gen Y, but w- what's one thing that if you had um, perhaps a, an adolescent growing up in, in today's day and age, what's, what's one thing that you would particularly advise him uh, when it comes to self-care and, and well-being, um, what are top three priorities you would like to advise him or her listening to us right now? It's very important that we've lost, we've lost the ability to look at ourselves as leaders. 
You know, we have a dream when we're kids, everyone wants to be fireman or astronaut. We kind of lose that through through youngers and early teens. You have to really realize who you are. That's the first thing I'd say. Realize how much power you have. Look around. There's people looking up to you. Yeah. Look around. And the other one is self-belief. Have self-belief in yourself today that you can achieve things. And number three is always be looking for the person that needs help. Because when I and you say thank you to somebody or we compliment somebody, dopamine is released into my brain. I like dopamine. It feels really good, you know? So stay close to people. Compliment people. Always be in somebody's lives. Self-worth. Believe in yourself. All these things create a great start for the future. And I think we're lacking in that. And especially in America where um, everybody in every school, whatever they do to participate, everybody gets a trophy. I don't think that's a great idea because when you, when you go into your early teens and, and you find out that life really sucks sometimes and not everybody wins, then, you know, life gets hard. And that's yeah. when we start staying at home and isolating. We, we, our, our program is, is done by telehealth 99% of the time. And even we say to them, this is great. We're going to get well. We can cover this, no problem. But you need to get out and you need to meet other people. Yeah. And you need to believe in yourself. You see, I always say to my patients, if me and you could swap places for five minutes right now and you could see you, all your problems would be over. Because we never see how good we really are. Yeah. So I, I got a photograph the other day. I'm talking to a, a friend that were friends for like 30 years. And he found an old photograph in the house. It was me and him. It was about 30 years old. And we got the photograph out. And he said, Rob, look at this photograph, me and you. And I come up, oh, wow, look how thin we were. Look how amazing <laughs> we looked. And he said to me, God, those were the days, Rob. And he got me thinking, first of all, we didn't know those were the days at the time. So that's number one. Secondly, we didn't realize how amazing we looked, number two. So what I'm saying to all of our viewers and listeners today is what if today's one of those days? Yeah. Why don't you live today as if you're going to look back 20 years time and go, those were the days. These are the days, guys. Yeah. This is the day that you can change your life, help others, help mankind, be a leader, be a success, be a friend that somebody could talk to. Leaders in the community have gone. Ali, there's no leaders in communities anymore. Everyone's isolated. Be that person that stands up. Be that person that makes that podcast, starts that podcast, you know, start some trend, uh, anything. Just, just make a difference. It's all about making a difference in, in somebody's life today, you know, and, and, and we, need to, we need to focus on that. And if you're sat at home for a second listening to this thinking, oh, I don't think that's me. I've got some news for you. It is you. It is you. Anybody can do this with enough belief in yourself. You yeah. just need the belief to realize that what we see, we can hold in our hand, period. Quantum physics tells us that. Be that guy in 20 years' time, you look back and go, wow, that crazy <laughs> English doctor was right. Today was the day. Yeah, I totally believe that, Rob. I always say every day is a big day. And when I say this, I don't say it in, in a way that every day is like the big day. No, every day is a big day if you choose to show up and if you choose to take a small action. And I don't believe I am where I am because of... Uh, because of a, of a miracle or of course I do believe that things sometimes you know come in hand but I think you make your own luck when you decide step number one I'm going to make this Instagram page step number two I'm going to actively reach out and try my best to make people believe in my message maybe I won't get Rena 
Ronaldo on my podcast, but I will get someone who is developing and I start to really sort of find those ways. And I always say, my mom taught me when I was young, when there's a will, there's a way. And I think that that's all you need. That's, that's all you need to sort of um, really sort of, you know, make that leap. And I think it's very hard for people when they're not in the best of times, but sometimes I kind of tell myself, you know, Ali, if today's a bad day, what I'll do is I'll sleep early. I'll knock it off. But tomorrow I'll start first thing with that intention that no matter what I do, I make sure I do. I take this one check off. And if I take this one check off, then I'm, I've won that day. And that it's a big day in my perspective. So even if it's getting out of bed, even if it's whatever. And I think that one thing I, I really wanted to add on what you've said is comparison. I think that it's so important that we don't compare ourselves to other people, whether it's me to you or you to me or someone else to me or someone else to you. Age and we're all writing our different chapters in in, in our respective books. So um, I definitely, definitely really agree with what you've said. And I'll just leave the floor to you for final comments. And I'd love to also hear where we can reach out and listen and, and be connected with you as well. Guys, if you're sat at home, this is very important. Listen to this. If you're sat at home right now or wherever right now, and you listen to this, you don't feel good enough. You don't think that you're that guy. You never feel you fit in and your dreams are just dreams. I want to apologize to you because somebody's put that there. That's not our normal thought pattern. So you're the guy, you're the woman. You can make a change from today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Today, call someone, see someone, compliment somebody. If you want any more information, I've got a website. I spell my name with two Bs, Rob Kelly, R-O-B-B-K-E-L-Y. So robkelly.com, jump on any search engine, put Dr. Rob Kelly in. You'll see all my details. If you need any help, if you need any advice, if you just want a five-minute pet talk that will blow your mind, contact me, email me, and we'll set something up. It's not going to cost you anything. Uh, it's going to—it's just me reaching out to you and saying, how can I be of service to you today while you're going through this? So don't forget, guys, it is you. It can be you. Believe me, I've come from homelessness to one of the best minds in the modern addiction world. That's, and I don't know anybody's done that. You can do it because I've done it. I'm nothing special. I just believe in myself and I believe in you. Yeah, I totally believe in that as well. I'm nothing special too. So thank you, Dr. Rob. And I really, really, really do know that this is hit. This is hitting me personally as well. So on a, on a final note, thank you so much. And we will be including your uh, details in the show notes below. Um, definitely, it's not going to be the final time we connect. Uh, I definitely see a lot more work, uh, definitely, especially in, in the Middle East and in Canada, yes. for sure. Um, we definitely want to be having you on our platforms. And uh, I just final final thing is I definitely want to say thank you and I honor your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ali. This was Dr. Rob Kelly, y'all. Yeah, that was some serious, real schnitz. Yeah, when I listen to it again and I'm thinking like, wow, how can someone turn their life around to to be the person and the impactful change maker that they are today? And I almost think that this is something that this show aims to really do with everyone listening and anyone listening. I think that we're all so damn powerful if we actually think about it. Um, I'm really nothing special and I really mean that. I feel that when you have a bigger cause to live for, when you can't get out of bed, um, 
it sometimes can get you out and the one day that it does get you out when you don't really feel like getting out of bed that becomes that stepping foundation stone that you use and just this is why um i mean this is what happened with me right um with with the clinical major depression diagnosis and i just want to say that you know uh alcoholism mental illnesses they're all diseases and um they are not they are not diseases that we need to take lightly um I want to honor Dr. Rob's time. I want to honor your time. I want to honor this community's time because if you feel that someone needs to hear this, please share it with them. Please drop a rating on Apple uh, Podcasts. Please drop a review and submit it. Uh, let, let, me, let us know on Instagram what you think about the show, who you want us to have. We're going to also drop a guest form that you can fill out and nominate someone to come on this show. We want to speak with anybody that has an interesting meaningful purpose-driven mission uh and life so please feel free to pass on any person that you think is a great fit for our show um on behalf of empower guys this is ali thank you so much we honor your time we honor your energy we honor your effort we are building one incredible platform today um, and every day. So please stay tuned for the Empower Apps launch that will happen very soon in a few months. But till then, we're working around the clock. Myself and my co-founder, Rita Kalini, who you guys will shortly be introduced to, hopefully very, very, very soon within the next four weeks. I'm really excited. She's a, she's a Harvard student studying her master's at psychology incredible incredible talent and i can't wait to share with you guys this energy that we're trying to infuse and power with and the podcast with so on that note i hope you guys have a beautiful beautiful saturday evening morning night wherever you are listening to it just always remember that whatever it is that is happening right now there is an end and you are not alone i truly believe that you are not alone I hope you have a lovely day, lovely morning, wherever you are in the world. And please make sure to do that one thing and that only one thing. Check up on a friend today. Make sure you're there for yourself. And never forget that in life and in business, your empathetic approach to people, your emotional intelligence, being vulnerable yet being strong, that is the key winning component in life and in business. So on that note, thank you very much and we'll see you next week on Empathy Always Wins.